R. Irvin Padia here from Trinidad Love Tobago. Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk Purpose Podcast. So, what do women really want in a man? Is it sensitivity? Is it being the bad boy? You know it can get really confusing because it seems like you read something different every month in some different men magazine, on social media. But our guest today thinks he knows exactly what women want in a man and he has written a book about it. His name is Elliot Katz and he is the author of the book Being the Strong Man A Woman Wants Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. Mr. Katz is a professional speechwriter and the author of seven non-fictional books ranging from relationships to the economy. We discuss the traits women are looking for in a man, the difference from being strong versus being controlling, and what men can do today to improve their relationship with a woman in their lives. Let's talk purpose today with Elliot Katz. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please. It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Please make some noise for... The name of your book is very bold. Some may say it may be flirting with danger um, on the presumption that a man would know what a woman wants. Um, It's rather interesting and it's always very thought-provoking to have a conversation concerning this um, very, very serious topic. Right, right. Well, that's true. The topic, the title is bold because I wanted to get men's attention and realize, you know, they had to you know, make some bold changes in their life. And, you know, it, it's interesting what you say about uh, men telling other men about what a woman wants because really, as in what my book discusses, for thousands of years, men have taught other men about how to be a man in a relationship with a woman. And it's really in the past... You know, 30, 40, 50 years, we've, we've abandoned all those insights and wisdom that men used to be taught by other men, and we moved to all these new ideas, and they sound nice, but they're not really working, you know, about, really, so men should develop their feminine side and be sensitive. I mean, of course, men should be sensitive to other people's feelings, but, you know, we've sort of taken the man out of, the masculinity and manliness out of men today they they you know we talk today about toxic masculinity that masculinity is controlling and misogynist and violent and abusive but really i mean some men are and that's bad behavior but that's not what it means to be a man and in, what men have been taught for generations about being manly is is the noble qualities of, of a mature man of you know res- taking responsibility having integrity um being honest having strength in your convictions being decisive Really, a very positive 
qualities that really are what it means to be a man. And I, I can verify that because actually, even if you look up the word manliness in the dictionary, that's what it says. It's, it's the noble qualities of man of mature character. And yet today we, you know, man, we heard, heard all these negative things about what it means to be a man. And I, I mean, I coach men and they hear this all the time. Like, I don't want to be controlling. I don't want to be toxic. I want to be a good boyfriend, a good husband, a good father. But I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to be these negative things, but what are, what are the positive things? So a lot of men will say, you know, I'll play it safe. I'll just take, let the woman take the lead. I'll let her make the decisions. But women don't like that. I, I mean, I've spoken to lots of women. I've spoken to single women who say they can't take it when a man asks them out on a date and he can't even choose a place to go for a cup of coffee. It makes her wonder, you know, is she the one going to have to wear the pants all the time? Is How is he going to handle the challenges of marriage and family life. It's uh, so that, sort of to summarize everything I just said, it's really a lot of confusion out there among men about what does it mean to be men? I, you know, we want to be good men. We want to be, I guess, good fathers and husbands and boyfriends. But what does it mean? We, we don't want to be toxic. We don't want to be controlling. What does it mean? So we're really confused. That's why I wrote this book. <laughs> because it's really the time, like the title, subtitle says, Timeless Wisdom of Being a Man. It's all the wisdom that for generations, fathers used to teach their sons about being a man, and it's really been lost today. And, you know, some of the comments I've gotten on the book about, you know, this book has saved my marriage, and, or from divorced women who say, if my husband had understood these crucial truths, our marriage would not have disintegrated. So that's, that's my goal, save, save, uh, teach, change the men of the world, and, you know, reduce divorces and reduce the number of children from broken homes. That's the mission. You, you have as a title of the book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. Now, that notion will actually say that you actually know what a woman wants. I heard a story one time of a young man walking, a funny story, walking down Southern California, um, Sandy Beach. You know, he loved to surf. He had a surfboard. Then suddenly he hit a bottle. Um, you know, he took the bottle out, he said, the wife it off, pop, comes out a genie. <laughs> now the genie said, you know, you, you, you freed me from this, uh, this bondage for, for thousands of years. Now, what can I do to do for you? You know, the, the, the young man thought about it, then he said, you know what? I, I love to surf, and I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. But, you know, I'm... I'm seasick, I'm claustrophobic, I'm afraid of flights, I cannot travel by air. So I really can't go Hawaii. If there's a way you could build a bridge from California to Hawaii, I would be so happy. The journey started to complain. He said, you know how much concrete it will take to construct a bridge from here? He said, it's literally impossible. How much steel, the depth, you have to go in the ocean to build this bridge. It's literally, structurally impossible for me, even a genie to do. Is there anything else that you would want? The young man, he thought about it. He thought about it. He was kind of sad. And then he, you know, he said, you know, I'm on my fourth marriage. And every time I break up from my marriage, my wife will always tell me, you don't understand me. You just don't understand me. You, you keep hurting me. You, you just don't know what to do as a man. You don't know how to treat a woman. 
So he said, is there a way you could cause me to understand a woman? The genie looked at him and asked him, do you want a single in or a double in on that footage? In other words, in other words, my friend, it's difficult to understand a woman. And, and that's something that, you know, a lot of men always say. But before we go into understanding the woman, tell me, who is Elliot Katz? Okay, good question. So who was Elliot Katz and how did I come to write this book? Well, I was like that man in, uh, in your story. I was married and I got divorced. And like a lot of men at first, I blamed the other person. And, and you know, it's like you said, like, I, I, you know, I thought I was a good husband. I thought I, I was being uh, the kind of man a woman wants. And, and uh, you know, obviously it wasn't working. So I really, after that period of blaming, I decided, well, what do I have to learn from all this? And I really set out on a journey to learn what does it mean to be a man in a relationship with a woman. And, I, you know, first I started talking to a lot of men. And like the man in your story, most men are pretty confused. Like, they, they're really not sure. The more I, men I talk to, the more I realize well, we're a lot. <laughs> Almost everybody's confused. I really, I, so then I started reading books on relationships. You know, there's a lot of books out there. And they really didn't say anything to me about what it means to be a man in a relationship. And it's only when I turn like, to the timeless teachings like that, there's this whole breadth of teachings of writings from over the centuries, really, even like 1,000, 2,000 years ago, about how to be a man in a relationship with a woman. And I, when I read this, I was just blown away. It's like, wow, this is like, this might have been written a thousand years ago, but it's so fresh. Like it's this is exactly my situation today, a thousand years later. Why didn't anybody teach this to me? So I, it was really learning that and just saying, "Wow, I'm, I'm going to put all the things I've, I when I learned it. I said, I wish I had known this when I was married. I put that together in this book, and that's what this book is. And, and you know what? Like I said, the feedback I've gotten from women, I've been so positive. They say, "How do I get my husband to read this book?" Really, you know, I didn't think they admitted. Like, well, you know, one of the things we talk about in the book is the importance of men, you know, taking the lead. Not always. So many men today, they they think oh, I'll just do whatever my wife tells me to do. You know, I'll, I'll work hard. I'll bring in the money. I'll come home. Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. And, and he can't understand. Well, she's not happy. She's so angry at me. You know, if we have to plan something, I'll just let her plan it. I, you know, it doesn't matter to me what we do, where we go on vacation, where we go in a restaurant. Let her decide, and that way she'll be happy. And, and they don't realize that oh, it really doesn't make a man happy. So, so many of the things the men sort of think naturally are, 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 aren't working. And, but it's really traditionally a, a father or other older male role model taught this wisdom to a, to a younger man. And, and that's what's been lost today. We have all these ideas today that they're just not working. And, and like, it's like banging your head against the wall, and you think if you bang it harder, it'll work, but it's not working. It's really, and these ideas, these insights, they really do work. I've had so, so much positive feedback from women. And, and that's the irony. It's like it's the women who will buy the book and say, how do I get my husband to read it? I had one woman who said, I'm going to give this book to my husband. And I'm going to tell him it's a short book. It'll take him an hour to read. I tell him, I'm waiting for him in the bedroom in my negligee after you read it. <laughs> it's like, this, this, these are the wisdom that men used to be taught that's been lost today. Like, Take responsibility. How many, I hear so many men, like, you know, I, like I said, I coach men. There's something that happens in their marriage. It's like he's blaming her. 
you know, about some problem with a child, he's blaming her. You know, they bought, they, they did these renovations to the house that they couldn't afford. He pushed her, she pushed him into it. It's her fault. I said, you know what? It may be her fault, but you've got to be the man and take responsibility for solving these problems because that's what she wants. And if you're just going to blame her, then, you know, you're going to turn her off completely and she's not going to see you as a man. You're the man. If you, you know, if you thought it was wrong, you shouldn't have let it go on. It's your job to step forward and deal with it. And, and when, when I start telling them, and then they, so we start discussing, well, how do I deal with this? And they, really stepping forward and dealing with the, the situation instead of blaming your wife, it, it, it really changed things around. Because that's really what a woman wants. Like for all the talk today about, you know, equality, I mean, men and women are equal, but, you know, I've had women who are like own their own business say to me, I may be a boss at work, but I'm one of the men. I want to feel like a woman. I want him to take charge. You know, a woman does want a man, does not want a man who keeps asking, "What should we? What should I do? How do you know? What do you want me to do? I'll just do it. I want you decide. Whatever you want, you decide. You think I'm being this great guy? I'll let it, you decide whatever you want. No, she doesn't want that. She actually it makes her feel like the man is a child, and she is his mother, and she does not want a man who is a child. She wants a man who's a man. It, it, it's it's been you know. My journey with this and, and the feedback I've gotten, it's just been amazing. Because this, this is what the wisdom, this is the wisdom that men used to be taught. And, and it's just been lost today. And we really, we got to go back to it. Because really, it's, it's what women really want. I mean, that's the feedback I get. Like I used to tell men, read the book, don't let your wife see it, do it, you'll see they'll be different. But that's not what happened. It's the women say, yeah, I want him to be a man. I want him to wear the pants. I don't want to wear the pants all the time in the marriage. I mean, she could wear the pants sometimes, but... Not all the time. Men think, oh, I'm being such a nice, not controlling guy. It's really the idea of being a man, not a controlling tyrant. Nobody wants that. Just a man who steps forward, sees a problem, doesn't wait for his wife to tell him what to do, so handles it himself. Or maybe it's a big problem. Maybe she, he does talk to his wife, but at least he comes forward with like, here, I have this idea. I have this plan. I'm a man with a plan to solve this problem. That's what she wants. This, these ideas today about being the sensitive guy who just lets a woman, you whatever you want, tell me what you want, I'll do it. it, it it's not what she wants. It, she, she really does not want that at all. So this man, this man that seems to be lost in the relationship and has more or less given up on being the man in the marriage, how can this man reclaim his masculinity? Well, that, that's a great question. That's what I tell men. So first of all, be aware of what's going on in your home, like in your marriage, in your relationship. Be aware. And you find a situation needs to be dealt with, like with your wife, with your kid, with your home. You know, step forward and deal with it. Like whatever, if it's a big something big, like for, and decide, is this something you should discuss with your wife or is it something you should prefer you handle on your own? But don't ask her, what should I do? Come forward with an idea. Be a man with a plan. That's what women tell me. They want to be a man with a plan. So step forward. And, you know, at first she might be shocked. She might say, oh, well, what are you doing? But just keep doing it. And, you know, some men say, you know, oh, I tried to take the lead and she, she undermined me. I said, just say to her, would you please support me? You know, if you, if you think what am I doing is wrong, I welcome your feedback. But please support me. I'm trying to do. And she will support you because that's what she wants to do. It's really remarkable. You know, you don't need her. And some men will say, well, my wife won't let me take the lead. You don't need her permission to take the lead. You see a problem, it's a problem that's not being dealt with. 
step forward. Be a man with a plan. Try to solve it. If she's already dealing with it, don't undermine her. Don't say, "Well, I'm going to show I'm the leader. We're going to we're going to do it my way, not your way." No, that's that's undermining her. That's stupid. Look for problems that are not being dealt with. Step forward. She will love you. At first, she might be shocked, but just keep doing it. You will be her hero. She she will respect you. Just just do it. You'll see. You'll make a difference. Elliot, what was preventing you from being the man you are today? In the past, I really yeah. did. I really didn't know this is what I was supposed to be. That that I thought like a lot of men. Like you know, I talk to men, and they say the same thing. Like no one told me this. How come no one told me this? Like guys have been married for ten years. How come nobody told me this? And you know, I was listening to all the messages I hear about. You know. Be sensitive, don't be controlling. I really didn't know. When I started learning this stuff, it was like, wow. Well, it was like somebody kicked me in the head. It's like, it's, it really, it was like they woke me up. I didn't realize that this is what, what was, I, I, I really, I look back, I feel like, whoa, what was I doing? How come no one said to me, you know, step forward, take social leadership. Don't always just say, whatever you want, I'll do it. Just you decide, whatever you want, I'll do it. I, I, I wanted you to be happy, so I'll do it. But and realize that's that's it, it doesn't please her at all. If you always try to please her, it doesn't please her at all. She really wants a man who's strong. But you know why? One of the reasons she wants to feel protected. If you can't, you know, step forward and do something, you know, if she she feels like in a situation where she just feels safe or a threat for whatever reason, she feels like this man, this man's not going to protect me. So that's what she really wants. She really wants a man who's strong. She feel protected. She doesn't want someone who, you know, very often women will test you, like they'll undermine you. And, and she, they want to see, will you stand up to her and say, well, you know, please speak respectfully to me or whatever. Because if you don't stand up to her, she feels you won't stand up for her. So if she's undermining you, whatever, you've got to step forward and say, hey, I'm not accepting that kind of behavior. You know, would you, you know I'm trying to do things. I, I believe this can solve this problem. Would you please support me on this? And, and really, that's, that's, you'll see, there'll be a big difference. I, like you say, I, I wish I had known this years ago. And that's the feedback I get from many men. If you look at the reviews of my book on Amazon, I remember one review says, you know, I grew up with a single mother. I never learned how to be a man. <laughs> this book has taught me how to be a man. It's, uh, that, that's it. I needed to learn. And that's why I wrote the book, to share with other men. I wrote the book for myself, for my friends. And I learned... You know, it's other men, a lot of men need it. And that's the surprising thing. Like you said, a striking chord around the world, like 24 languages around the world. It's like, I realize a lot of men in this generation were not taught these, these insights. So that's why I'm trying to change the men of the world. As we go into your book, um, your book is like a, a story um, from a, a father to a son. Um, the 11 nugget that you mentioned in the book concerns a concept um, by the phrase being manly. Right. It's encapsulated by that phrase, being manly. What do you mean by that? Okay, that's great. Well, I, as I mentioned before, you know, on my own journey to learn what does it mean to be a man, I looked up in the dictionary, what does it mean to be manly? And I was just blown away because you know, masculinity has taken on such a negative context, but the word manly is actually very positive. It's the noble qualities of a man of mature character, the admirable traits, as I was saying, like decisiveness, strengthen your conviction, being honorable, having integrity, having courage, 
whoa, this is, there's nothing here about being misogynist or controlling or toxic. No, these are very positive traits that a really man has to strive to develop in himself. And, and that's what I, when I read, read those, it's like, I've got to work on developing these traits in myself because that's what it means to be manly. Another interesting thing in that chapter is the word virtue. The manliness is a virtue. And if you look up the word virtue, one of the original meanings is, is manliness. It's like, whoa, here we're hearing all these negative things about masculinity, toxic. And, you know, in 2018, Oxford Dictionary declared toxic the word of the year because it was used so much. <laughs> but that's not what it means to be man. You know, some men behave badly. That's not good. That's, but that's not what it means to be a man. That's bad behavior. That's not what men should be striving to, to develop in themselves at all, right? That's right. Today we are speaking to Elliot Cassie, the author of the book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants. And as we are going through this book today, he has given us some information concerning what to do and what not to do. Some of the faults that men make in the relationship and some insights in how you could improve yourself as a man. He has also um, given us some nuggets concerning one being manly and another one that I want to touch on that I, that I really like to, to read about. One of the nuggets in the book is a concept encapsulated by the word leadership. Do you have any examples in everyday interaction between a man and a woman that may help our listeners apply the concept of leadership for a man? Right, that's a very good question. So let me just say right off, leadership is not being controlling. And there's a chapter in the book where I explain that leadership and being controlling are, are opposites. Because sometimes people say, oh, I'm telling men to be controlling. Not at all, not at all. Controlling is someone who's insecure, selfish, only think about themselves. A leader is mature, confident, and is doing what's best for his family. He's thinking about the greater good, which may mean making sacrifices himself. But that's what leadership is. So what, what is a leader? A leader is someone who sees a situation and, and, and comes up with a solution, either by himself or working with his wife, and says, this is how I see solving the problem. He doesn't step back and say, oh, well, I'll let her solve it, or I'll, I'll wait for her to tell me what to do. He steps forward and, and, and takes responsibility, and he says, okay, this is how I see solving this problem. You know, he says, well, do you agree with it? Do you have other ideas? But he doesn't say, well, what do you want me to do? Tell me what you want me to do. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, and I remember I was in, a, I was in a, a wine store, and this fellow was buying a bunch of wine, and I, he tells me he's getting married. It's for his wedding. So I said, okay, congratulations. I said, you know, just one piece of advice. Remember, you're the man. And he said, oh, no, it's easier. I just let her decide everything. I said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, when a man leaves everything, won't make any decisions, just says, really, really a friend of mine, his daughter got married, and, and, and he tells me, like, this, this guy that she married, that's, all, that's what he does. Whatever you want, you decide. And he thinks, I'm being this modern, progressive guy. And she's fr frustrated with him. She, you know, he says, like, hey, you know, like, you need to be the man here. Not a controlling tyrant, but someone who sees, okay, this is what I think we should do in this situation. You know, even, you know, like I said, about choosing a place, to, you know, a woman... The man asks him out on a date, and then he, she says, okay, let's go out. What, do you, what did you have in mind? Oh, where do you want to go? You decide. You can't even choose a place for a cup of coffee. And then when I get to a place, you can't even choose a, place, a table to sit at. It's, it's very frustrating. Even, you know, where do we, you know, let's go out to eat. Okay, 
uh, she says, okay, then he says, okay, where do you want to go? What, like, what, like, he wants her to make all the plans. It doesn't mean, you know, she can't suggest something, but if you're always saying to her, what, you decide, you decide, you decide, she just feels she doesn't have a man. You know, if you say to her, let's go to this restaurant, and she says, no, I can't eat there because they serve fish and I have an anaphylactic reaction to the smell of fish. Okay, you do, you do something else, but, you know, like, don't ask a woman out and say, okay, where do you want to go? Want to go to a movie? Okay, what movie do you want to go to? At least have a plan and, and, and you know, like, show that you, you put the effort into, uh, you know, thinking about, like, on a date. Like, a woman likes it. If a man shows, he's made the effort to, you know, find an activity that he thinks they would both enjoy doing. If you just say, oh, whatever you want, you decide. It's like, this guy, it's, it's very frustrating for women. They really want a man with backbone who can step forward and make a decision and, and uh, you know, be a man with a plan. Really, it, this is so important. And, and today's men are just so, oh, no, I, I don't want to be controlling. It's, anyway, that's the thing. Step forward, take the lead. It's, it's not being controlling, just, just don't always say whatever you want. I love that response. I love the response in terms of leadership for a man, but how can a woman encourage her man to share in, in that leadership? Very good question. So I, I coach women too. So first thing is, you know, if you want, if there's a decision that's going to be made that, you know, the woman wants the man to make the decision, you know, it could be a date or something, just whatever it is, just say, when he wants you to make the decision, just say, I like it when you decide. You know, I want you to decide. And just let him decide. And don't say anything. Just let him decide. And if it, he may, you know, come to a different decision than you would. But unless it's something dangerous or damaging, let him do it. You know, let him decide. Just say, you know, if he says you decide, whatever you want, just say, I like it when you decide. Or, or let's say there's a situation you want him to deal with. And he says, well, you know, like he's just used to you telling him what to do all the time. So he says, okay, what do you want me to do? He says, you know, I, I really don't know. When I, I Usually I just Google. I look on Google and see what ideas come up. That's what I do. So try that. And he might, like I said, might do it differently than you would, but unless it's dangerous or damaging, let him do it. And then encourage him. When he makes a decision, when he handles a situation, encourage him. He says, thank you. I, I think that was a good decision. And if it wasn't such a good decision, don't criticize him for it because uh, – you know, let him, you know, discuss what you, what you learned from that. And when he handles the situation, thank him. Say, hey, I, I really appreciate you handling that. And just keep encouraging him. Because, you know, like I said, like men have told me, I tried to take the lead, I tried to do this, and she just criticized me, and I just withdrew. You know, men don't like to be criticized, and I just withdrew. I said, okay, you got to criticize whatever I do, whatever I suggest. You know, I'll just let you make all the decisions. And he thinks he won't be held responsible, but he, he still will be. Just those, those are things. Encourage him, be supportive to him, and, and he will become. He'll keep doing it. Just it, it takes time, like change takes time, but he will become the, that strong man you want, the strong masculine male. There are a lot of strong women, more so today, that are evident from the past, in my own belief. I believe I'm seeing a lot more women standing up, more independent women. But does today's strong woman really want or, or need a strong man? It's a great question. Absolutely. 
you know, a, a strong, there are, like you say, there are a lot of strong women because women have been encouraged to go into professions. They're doctors, lawyers, they're business people. So, but the thing is, they, a strong woman wants a strong man. She wants somebody her equal or stronger. She doesn't want some guy who's just going to say, yeah, yes, yes, tell me what you want. I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you say. She doesn't want that. She wants someone who is a strong sir or stronger. She, you know, to have a man who's weak and just, you know, passive, you know, if she's a go-getter, she wants somebody who is her equal or, or even stronger. Elliot, is there a time when that man could say, you know what, this is it, I give up, I, I, can't, I can't do it anymore? I read your book, I applied. Is there, is there a time in the relationship when you would say, you know what, this is a time probably, think you should probably move on? Well, uh, you know, I, I think, see, I, one thing I talk a lot about in the book is, you see, when there's challenges in a relationship, you know, we're, we're, it's, we're quick to blame the other person and say the other person has to change. But really, the relationship is a mirror and it's telling you uh, how you have to change it. You know, if, you're, if your wife is, let's say, always putting you down, criticizing you in front of other people, then, it, you know, I mean, I've seen that. Wife criticizes and laughs it off. Well, maybe that, that's telling you that, um, you know, you got to change the way you respond to her. you got to say, hey, take her in private and say, hey, you know what? That's not being respectful to me. Please speak respectfully to me. If you want to criticize something I'm saying that I said in public, speak to me in private about it. But not, don't criticize me in front of other people. And, and, and you, you know, then maybe she'll respect you more. It, you know, if that doesn't work and you keep trying, well, maybe it is time to move on. But really, a lot of the problems are often um, a mirror telling you about yourself, like teaching you, like I had to learn that. It's like, you hear it, like you feel like this victim, but realize, okay, I'm a victim, but maybe I, I gotta stop being a victim and start being strong and saying, hey, you know, don't talk to me that way. Or, or <laughs> you know, I was, I was the coaching man, like he's telling me how his ex-wife yells at him when she wants him to take up, look after the kids. I said, well, why are you letting her yell at you? <laughs> just say to her, you know, I'd be happy to help you, but you just ask me nicely, ask me respectfully. Yeah, just make it clear, you're not accepting that kind of behavior. So it's really, it's, it's, it's a lesson for you telling you, you've got to change. But like, of course, there are situations where maybe it's just not meant to be. And, uh, you know, you just, just, maybe it's time to move on. I know I was talking to a woman who, you know, she liked this fellow. She has a child and she started going with this fellow. He really resents the attention that uh, she pays to this child. And I said, you know, how you fix that? Like, here you're starting out. It's hard enough when those kind of blended families, but here he's against it. You know, your chances of success are better when you're both saying, okay, we're going to work our hardest to make this work. But if it's just, um, if, you see, if he's starting out like being negative, that, you know, maybe it's time, you know, best thing is to move on. That's, that's, so like I said, there are situations, but like I said, maybe there's situations where uh, you know, especially, let's say if you go with like one woman, another woman, and they sort of end the same way, you know, maybe it's telling you something. It's saying, hey, what's the common denominator here? You are. So maybe it's like if you have two relationships and they both sort of end up similar situations, maybe there's something that, you, that you've got to learn, that you've got to change about yourself. 
This book has so much of great reviews on Amazon. Uh, there's a lot of women commenting concerning the book, uh, which is excellent because, I mean, as a man, you are telling men how to be a better man for women. And there's a lot of men commenting and giving great reviews concerning how the book has helped them. I want to ask you, what is your favorite part of the book? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I think, you know, when I look through the book, I, 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 when I read these insights, I, I, they sort of remind me of, of, um, of you know, I like to be reminded of, even though I wrote the book, I like to read it just to be reminded of the insights. And I think that, like, the main thing to, that I, you know, like to be reminded of is really about, you know, taking responsibility and showing leadership. I think, you know, you know, we're all human, and it's, it's human nature to want to blame other people. But when you remind yourself, hey, take responsibility. Blaming doesn't get you anywhere. Take responsibility and show some leadership on, like, how you've got to fix this situation. You've got to change the way you're handling it so the other person will respond differently. I, you know, that's something, that's my favorite part, because I have to keep reminding myself about it. That's what you have to do. It's nice. It would be so easy just to blame everybody. But you know what? And, and wait for the other person to change, but you could be waiting a long time, <laughs> a very long time, because unless you change yourself, the person's going to just keep responding to you the same way they've always been. So I think that's a, like, you know, showing leadership and, and taking responsibility. Those are the most important messages I, that I, I keep telling myself. Showing leadership and taking responsibility. That's Elliot Katz's favorite part of his book. Uh, excellent. You know, um, before we leave, it's, um, it's a great time in history. Basically, we are in uh, what they call the pandemic season, right. COVID-19, and at the time of this recording, um, which is amazing in itself, this recording will outlast our generation. And, and so we may die and, and people may be still looking at you speak at this time. And at the time of this recording, we are actually in a, in a lockdown, COVID-19. And at, the, and at this time, there's a lot of, of marital disputes that are happening, um, being together. Why do you think that is uh, a problem right now? Not only in where I live, but all over the world. Why do you think this is so? Well, I think it's, you know, when two people are kind of kind of, you know, stuck, you know, we're, I don't want to use the word stuck, but uh, husband and wife that are used to each one's going out during the day, going to work, going to here and going there. And then, you, you know, you come together in the evening and you, you appreciate each other. But I think when you're, you know, it's hard for just one person to be at home all the time, you know, stuck in your house. So when two people are there and you're really kind of stuck, you know, you're, you're, you're quarantined, you're isolated, it, it's it's hard. It's it, it's hard. I I think one of the messages in the book is about being strong, and being strong is really about self control. It's controlling your your um, well, controlling your anger, controlling your emotions. So I think that's really the message that men and women who are you know finding are getting on each other's nerves during the pandemic, during the, you know being isolated, is just say we have to, you know we have to remind ourselves be strong which means strength is self-control. Being strong is controlling yourself. It's not blowing up an anger. That's, that's weakness. So it's really, 
you have to remind yourself, I have to be strong, I have to control my emotions and, uh, you know, not say anything that I'll later regret. And, uh, you know, if it gets too much, just go outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, as long as, as far as I'll let you. <laughs> uh, that, 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 I think, is, is what, you know, it, it's not easy. I'm, you know, it's, you know, you're stuck together. It, it's, but just remind yourself, be strong. Being strong means controlling yourself, controlling your emotions. And, you know, just pause. You know, like one thing I say in the book, I think is, you know, just think if you were, you know, about to blow up at your spouse and then your cell phone rang and it was your boss. And, you'd, and you know, you, you'd calm down pretty fast because you, you can't yell at your boss. <laughs> so you can control yourself. That's really the message. So that's the main thing. Just, just do your best to use your strength of character to control your emotions, control your anger. It's not easy, but that's what we have to strive to do. And then, Katz, it has been a pleasure and a privilege having you here today. Um, final words, what do you want to say? Well, I just want to say, like I said at the beginning, my mission is to uh, you know, change the men of the world, to reduce divorce, to reduce the number of children from broken homes. You know, I suggest you read the book. It's a lot cheaper than getting divorced. <laughs> And if you want to get it, uh, it's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback, and there's also an ebook on iBooks and Kobo. And uh, you know, if you want to go to my website, it's www.elliotkatz.com. It's e l l i o t t k a t z dot com. And if people want to communicate to me with questions, I'm happy to talk to people because I, I, you know, I really believe in this mission. I think it's it's really important. It's too many kids from broken homes. And uh, too many people getting divorced when they really could be together. They really, if they just knew what they had to do, they, they would be together. I mean, I, I, I have had so many people say that to me. If I wouldn't know then what I know now, I would have done it in my marriage, and maybe we wouldn't be divorced today. So it, it's, it's, that's the thing. If people want to email me, you know, contact me through my website, I'd be happy to, you know, communicate to anybody who writes to me. And I want to thank you for this interview because you've asked a lot of good, insightful questions. So thank you. Thank you again. I want to encourage you on this pursuit that you're doing. It's very commendable. I've been uh, looking at some of your podcasts um, and videos. You know, it's been very informative. Um, and I know that what you're doing is what the world needs. Definitely what we need today in this society. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I so this it. has been another episode of Men of Purpose Talks. I am Arvind Padia, your boy from Trinidad, Love Tobago. My friend Elliot Katz is a speaker and author of Being the Strong Man and Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, which is a striking accord all around the world. Uh, this book has been translated in over 24 languages, Europe, Asia, Latin America, and Africa. He is also the author of seven other non-fiction books. He has done many media interviews like ours, so you could catch him on YouTube, on podcasts. And after the end of a relationship, he set out to learn what it meant to be a man in the relationship. He found powerful wisdom in the timeless lessons that fathers and older male role models use to teach younger men. In this book and his presentation, he shares many insights. So thank you again. Thank you very much.
you enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. I wish you success in all that you're doing. Thank you. Okay.